0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode four of the new year. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is The Informed Catholic, and today we're going to do readings for the baptism of the Lord. So this is technically the end of Christmas, you could say. Uh, a couple of days ago, traditionally, uh, on January 6th was the... The epiphany um, that is the visit of the wise men, as on a traditional calendar. So um, often I forget that because remember, I I don't follow that, but I do have a calendar that has both. Uh, you know the the new ca- the new um, the new calendar, the liturgical calendar, and then it has the old liturgical calendar. It's something we're gonna I'm gonna have to get used to myself. All right, so. Uh, let's begin first with the entrance antiphon, which is from Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. After the Lord was baptized, the heavens were opened, and the Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And the voice of the Father thundered, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. One more time. After the Lord was baptized, the heavens were opened and the Spirit descended upon him like a dove, and the voice of the Father thundered, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. After the Lord was baptized, the heavens were opened, and the Spirit descended upon him like a dove, and the voice of the Father thundered, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. It's Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, it's, Obviously, a little artistic license, you can say, was added to it, but it's beautiful. Okay, so now we go into the uh, act of contrition. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned. Kyrie eleison kyrie eleison christe eleison christe eleison christe eleison kyrie eleison kyrie eleison kyrie eleison lord have mercy lord have mercy lord have mercy christ have mercy christ have mercy christ have mercy lord have mercy lord have mercy lord have mercy glory to god in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So, Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year for one last time. Um, let me read also the collect prayer here. forgot about that. Almighty ever-living God, who, when Christ had been baptized in the River Jordan, and as the Holy Spirit descended upon him, psalmist declared him your beloved son, your beloved son grant that your children by adoption reborn of water and the spirit may we always be well pleasing to you through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit one god forever and ever amen okay so we are have to look at the third liturgical cycle year uh, since now we are in that there's actually uh, This has actually a three-year cycle because there's three events of the, um, of the baptism. But let's see here. Now, the first reading is going to be from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 to 5, 9 to 11. Okay, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1 to 5, 9 to 11. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all people shall see it reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, say, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end, her guilt expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight In the wasteland, a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain, hill shall be made low. And the rugged land shall be made plain. The rough country, a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up unto the high mountain. Zion, herald of glad tidings, cry out to to the top of your voice. Jerusalem, herald of good news, fear not, fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by a strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them into his bosom, in his bosom, and pleading and leading the, the ooze with care. One more time. Comfort give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated, indeed, she has received from the Lord, from the hand of the Lord, double for all her sins. A voice cries out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, Make straight the wasteland, A highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in, Every mountain and hill shall be made low, The rugged land shall be made plain, The rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, And all people shall see it together. For the mouth, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up unto a high mountain. Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice. Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the city of Judah, Here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by a strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he, gl- he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ooze with care. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay. Psalm 104, response psalm. Okay, it's a long one today we have. Um, two, verse 2, 3, 4, 24, 25, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Okay, and the response is, O oh, bless the Lord my soul. O oh, bless the Lord my soul. O oh, bless the Lord my soul. O oh, Lord my God, you are great indeed. You are clothed with majesty and glory Robed in light as with a cloak, you have spread out the heavens like a tent cloth. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. You have constructed your palace upon the waters. You make the cloud your chariots. You travel on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your, mes- your messengers and flaming fire your ministers. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. How mindful are your works, O Lord! In wisdom you have wrought them all. The earth is full of your creatures. The sea also a great, uh, great and wide, in which are schools without number, of living things both small and great. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. They look to you to give them food in due time. When you give it to them, They gather it when you open your hand, they are filled with good things. Oh, bless the Lord. My soul, if you take away their breath, they perish and return to to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Oh, bless the Lord. My soul. Oh, bless the Lord. My soul. second reading is uh, from Paul's letter to Titus. It's chapter 2, verse 11 to 14, and chapter 3, 4 to 7. Jesus Christ saved us through the bath of rebirth and renew, renewal by the Holy Spirit. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. The grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us to to reject godless ways and worldly desires, and to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age as we await the blessed hope, the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse us. For himself, a people as his own, eager to do what is good. When the kindness and generous love of God our Savior appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of his mercy, he saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he richly poured out on us through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in hope of eternal life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One more time, a reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. The grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us all to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live temperately. Justly and devoutly in this age, as we await the blessed hope and appearance of the glory of our great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse us for himself as a people, as his own, eager to do what is good. When the kindness and generous love of of God, our Savior appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of his his mercy. He saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he richly poured out on us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in the hope of eternal life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. John the Baptist said, One mightier than I is coming. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Alleluia, Alleluia. John said, One mightier than I is coming. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Alleluia, Alleluia. Luke chapter 3, verse 16. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke chapter 3, verse 15, 16, 21 to 22. When Jesus had been baptized and was praying, Heaven was opened. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water. But one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in a bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. The people were, were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in a bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. The gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, amen. So, um, we finally got to the baptism. And interesting, uh, let's start first with, um, let's start with with Isaiah. Okay, this is a very famous uh, opening here in Isaiah. It's not one I think a lot of people know about, but it's often read also around Lent. But I remember in the series, the miniseries Jesus of Nazareth, and if anybody watches it, there's a scene where the uh, town rabbi of Nazareth he's the same one in the show who marries performs the marriage ceremony of uh, of Mary and Joseph. In this scene, when it shows, uh, when it's about to introduce John the Baptist, played by uh, the famous actor um, Michael York, Michael York, the rabbi reading the passage from Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her services is at an end. Her guilt is expiated indeed she has received from the hand of the lord double for all her sins a voice cries out in the desert prepare the way of the lord make straight in the wasteland a highway for our god every valley shall be filled in every mountain hill shall be made low the rugged land shall be made plain a rough country a broad valley, the rough country, a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all the people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Now, all this term about, if you notice, why does God say, or the prophet Isaiah speaking God's word says, Comfort, comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her services are, are is at an end. Her guilt expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. This is basically talking about the reason they were in exile. Uh, the reason why they were taken away from their land. Because of... The fact that they have sinned and they have broken God's commandment. You know, remember everything that happened after Solomon. Solomon married all these pagan wives. Solomon allowed paganism, idolatry to be be, uh, uh, introduced to his people. And then after that, you had all the the Baal worship, uh, Jezebel, Elijah, all that. And then all the events that happened up to Jeremiah the destruction of the temple the people sent into exile all this all this is is basically the cause of their penance they were sent off and then from from everything from the time of daniel esther they were allowed to come home under the persians to build their temple then the persian empire fell then they had the greeks then they went through the time of the of the maccabees And then suddenly they found themselves under the Romans, which, in a sense, to them, they're still in exile. They're still still in penance. And it's true. They are. They're they're still, in a sense, in penance. But from, from this, as bad as it was for them, living under Rome's oppression, good does come out. You know... Out of evil cometh good, because it has made the people seek for God more, grope for God more, desire, have a hunger for God's more, more, to pray more. With Daniel, they learned how to pray. Daniel compose, composed and put together uh, a more a more serious Jewish prayer life before that with everything that's going on with all the confusion and everything with, uh, with the, with the paganism, the sacrifice of their, of their babies to, to bell, all that, all that has made them a more religious people. I mean, not everybody, but I'm saying those who, who, who ran to God, who feared God and it created a, a very religious atmosphere. There was also a lot of division, uh, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the zealots, the Essenes, um, and different Jewish sects coming in. Bad comes out, but good comes out. And that's important. Now, you know, we see this. And then the second the other half here will continue. Go up unto a high mountain, Zion herald of glad tidings, cry out. At the top of your voice. Jerusalem, herald of good news. Gospel. Fear not. Cry out. And say to the cities of Judah. Here is your God. Here, co- here comes with power the Lord God. Who rules by a strong arm. Here is the reward with him. His recompense before him. Like a shepherd. There, Jesus is the good shepherd. He feeds his flock. In his arms he gathers the lambs carrying them in his bosom and leading the ooze with care. We are his flock, we are his sheep. He is the shepherd of his of his of his flock, and we we um with him follow him and we learn from him. We walk in his footsteps. He protects us, he feeds us, he he gathers he gathers us to his bosom. And we, we, and he takes care of us. If we if we constantly keep seeking him out, you know, sheep may look dumb and they can be dumb, but, and we do dumb things. When you think about it, that's actually, he's right. When we fall into sin, we're like stupid sheep. Sheep can sometimes run over a cliff without paying attention. Sheep can sometimes wander off and find themselves among wolves. Uh, the other day, I saw up a photo of a, of a, of a, of a lamb, a, a sheep an adult sheep got his head stuck in a bucket trying to eat uh the grain and walked around with a with a bucket on his uh, on its uh face you know you know we we do this to ourselves sometimes you know and then here psalm 104 oh lord my god you are great indeed you are clothed with majesty and glory robed in light as with a cloak you have spread out the heavens like a tent cloth you have constructed your, your palace upon the waters, you make the clouds your chariot, you travel on the wings of the wind, you make the winds your messengers and the flaming fires your ministers. How many fold are you are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you have brought them you wrought them all. The earth is full of your creatures, to see also great and wide, in which are schools without number, a living things both small and great. They look to you to give them food in due time. When you give it to them, they gather it. When you open your hand, they are filled with great things. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. This passage here in the end, you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. It shows here how our dependence on him, our dependence on god our dependence on his on his on his mercy and we should always contemplate contemplate god's power and mercy and majesty and all of creation if you spend some time in a nice quiet place in the park in a especially in springtime you know i sometimes you know look at the branches of the trees And I always tend to look for the little tiny branches starting to, to, to moisten and get strong. And you see little buds and week after week, you see spring coming and week after week, you see the flower, you see slowly it starts to bud. You see new leaves are starting to come out and you know, spring is coming. You know, it's it's here. I like spring. Spring is always a nice time. Uh, summer, I don't like the the extreme humidity and the heat and the 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 you know the it's oppressive and you know it, you know it it's too much the heat and everything. But it's amazing to me how everything gets. The, the the thickness and the and, and, and the grass and everything you see that and in a sense it's it's obviously rebirth but you see everything always comes according to the rhythm of the seasons just like a liturgy and you see that and it's beautiful because it, you know you you God gives you another time of life another year is another year of life and that's good and when we go to confession, when we repent of our sins, when we acknowledge them, it's like a new springtime in our soul. When we participate in in the liturgical cycle, it's beautiful. I love it because it's you you're you're walking Christ is walking with you, you are walking with Christ, you are following him on the way. Another year to read the scriptures. I've been doing the the reading of the scriptures throughout the year. And it's great. And I think it's it's something to, to always participate in. Now we get to a letter of Paul to Titus. And this letter is interesting here. The grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us train. I love this part, training us to reject godless ways and worldly desire and to live temperately justly and devoutly in this age as we await the blessed hope the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ it's it, this is this is I mean how how, how much obvious you can get you know, people often ask about this. Where is Christ declared God in the scriptures? Where Jesus has said he's God. And Paul here, his letter, is making it quite clear. Our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. When the kindness and generous love of God, our Savior, appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of His mercy, I've been getting I've been getting into the Divine Mercy um, um, novena and chaplet. I love it. The you know, the Divine Mercy prayer. He saved us through the bath of rebirth. He saved us with the bath of rebirth. I want you to think of this. He cleansed for himself a people. For himself a people as his own. Eager to do what is good. So remember this. He cleansed for himself a people. And then he talks about the bath of rebirth. So that's baptism. And And renewal by the Holy Spirit. Whom he richly poured out on us. Through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we might be justified by His grace and become heirs and hope of eternal life. So, when we finally get to Luke, I want you to look at this here. Notice how Jesus is presented. Luke presents Jesus not very dramatically. He doesn't pre- present Jesus in a very dramatic way. He, I, 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 I I'm not, I'm not trying to be insulting, but I want to show you how Luke does it here. And I think he's following Paul's doctrine, Uh, obviously, because he was Paul's scribe. He was Paul's secretary. Listen, the people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming I am not worthy to loose the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all, the people had been baptized and Jesus also had been baptized. After all, the people had been baptized and and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying. Not very dramatic, not very stand out like in a dramatic way. Because Mark presents it that when Jesus got into the water and came up out of the water, he gives us details. As Jesus comes out of the water, he surfaces up, gives you a dramatic uh, picture. And then it says the heavens were torn apart. That's how Mark presents it. That almost like a, uh, a ripped up, uh, apart, like a curtain, like the way the curtain of the temple was ripped on the day of his crucifixion. And then it says the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove and alighted on him. And then a voice, the father says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Over here, he he puts Jesus with the crowd. Like almost you couldn't recognize him. You couldn't see him. Like he didn't, like you you would never know he's there. And think about it. If we were there and we didn't know who to look for, I mean, in our minds, we kind of picture someone walking around with a halo in his head, right? Stands out, looks majestic. Most likely, we wouldn't we wouldn't we wouldn't have recognized him. And Luke here presents him very non-dramatically. Uh, he 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 presents Jesus in a very non-dramatic way. And then he was praying. He's standing there and praying with the people. Luke wasn't there. Luke is basing his 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 uh, writing here on eyewitness accounts. Maybe his mother was there. Maybe some of his relatives were there. Obviously, the two people who were there who witnessed the baptism was Philip and Andrew. They were there. But Luke doesn't write. He doesn't write um, based on the accounts of John or, or Matthew. Oh, Mark. Sorry, there's a lot of people outside my window. So, he presents him not in a very non-dramatic setting. And then when he has, after everybody was baptized, he was baptized. And I'm going to get to why Luke would do this. Then he has the heavens open up. And then the Holy Spirit comes down, but lands on him. As though he's standing there with the crowd. And remember what what Paul writes in Titus. He cleanses um in a, he he um he he saves us through the bath of rebirth. And it says here, okay, the first part, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all losses, lawlessness, and cleanse for himself a people as his own. Now, why would Paul Luke right this way? Why would Luke present Jesus in this very rather undramatic way? It's almost, one could say, almost unflattery, unflattering. Now, what he's doing here, he's actually going by the prophecy of Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus is there among the crowd. Jesus is mingling with the crowd. Jesus is He, 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 he allowed the crowd to step in first and then he steps in the water where everybody got baptized, where all their sins are in the water. And he, and he allows John the Baptist to pour the sins of the people, the water, which contain all the sins of the people upon himself. He soaks up our sins. And then he goes back and mingles with the crowd. And prays with the crowd. He's praying there among them. And then the heavens opened. And while he's there. Among them. He gets anointed with the anointing. Of God the Father. Who pours down the anointing. The God of anointing. Which is the Holy Spirit. Upon the Son. Who is is to be the anointed one. In the flesh. The word made flesh. And then later on. After he goes through the cross, the agony in the garden, the suffering, the after he, of course, he goes through the miracles. He takes upon, upon himself, our ailments, our sicknesses, our diseases, and then goes to the garden. And then he goes through the, to the humiliation and torture by the Roman soldiers, carries his cross, making all things new, and then gets crucified, nails of the cross with all our sins upon himself. Crown of thorns and everything, and then rises from the dead on the third day, and then gives us the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Father and the Son. This is what Luke is writing here. This is how Luke is presenting himself, presenting the Lord Jesus. That's that's why. And I think in this case, it makes sense why. It's beautiful. When you think about it, it takes a little reading. You have to really focus on. That's why we we Catholics should read the scriptures. You know, this is it. So I'm going to end it here. And I'm going to come back, hopefully later on, with some articles. Okay? So um, let's begin with the, uh, the Creed. All right? And then we'll close. All right? So once more... Um, Merry Christmas, <laughs> the last day of Christmas, and Happy New Year. And um, I'll come back maybe with something on what uh, what we're we going to do for the for the re, for the year. How what what, what kind of like uh, content I'm going to produce? All right, God bless. I believe in one God, the Father, Almighty Maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages. God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins and look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, folks. Um, have a wonderful week. Uh, I'll try to get back with more uh, podcasts. Um, I'm going to try to do more articles again, uh, more uh, you know stuff that I think uh, content that I think will be more cateco- uh, catechesis like. All right. So God bless.